0: Hello, I'm Father Dan Cerritore from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy.
1: In the opening prayer, it says that amid the uncertainties of this world, Our hearts may be fixed on that place where true gladness is found. And at the opening song, we say, I'm glad you came to save us. I'm glad you're in my life. And we're singing that to Jesus. So today, we would just like to invite you what Peter experienced, a revelation, a personal revelation from the Father about who Jesus is, and what is his mission to be the Christ? You know? So let's begin this reflection. It's a beautiful hymn. We're just singing the first stanza and the chorus. But uh, after that, I will say a prayer for you. you know? So today is just about receiving the true gladness that our hearts long for. Let's sing this song. It's a beautiful song for you.
0: Amen. i awesome. Unending love, amazing
1: grace. So Father, I pray for my brother or sister listening now. I pray for a revelation of your love, of your saving grace, of your amazing grace in Jesus, your Son. I pray, Father, like Peter, we may experience true gladness, through happiness, because of our new identity in Jesus. Amen. So Peter declared that you are the Christ, you know, the Son of the Living God. You see, Jesus were asking, you know, what people say about the Son of Man, you know, what you hear about me. I say, oh, some you're Elijah, some says you're John, some says you're one of the prophets. And then he turned to his disciples. And now he is also turning to you. And Jesus said, but you, who do you say I am? But you, who do you say I am? You see, Peter experienced this revelation that he was able to see. And it's not because he thought about it, or he reasoned it, or he researched it. No, Jesus said, blessed are you, Peter. Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood is, did not reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven. No, and what did Peter proclaim? No, he said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. See, the Christ is not the last name of Jesus, no, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Christ means it's anointed. No, and he, the people of Israel, were waiting for the one who is to come, the one that will be sent by the Lord. No, they call him the Messiah, the savior of the world. And in the Gospel of John, it says, and this is eternal life, no, that you believe in the one whom he sent. You know? And if you remember you know, a very popular and memorized uh, text, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him will have eternal life. You know, he came to save the world, not to condemn the world. So when Peter is proclaiming, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, now, Peter is proclaiming the one who the world is waiting for. The one who our hearts, our soul, you know, our identity is longing for. Jesus the Christ, the Son of the Living God. Why 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 are we waiting for Jesus? Why are we waiting for salvation? You know? If you remember in the beginning, God designed us to be in harmony with him. We are in harmony with ourselves. We are in harmony with the people around us. And we are in harmony with God. The human person is in deep and personal communion with God. They have that uh, deep unity with God. The abundant love of God is unconditional, it's total, and it's everlasting. Uh, So our dignity and our our identity, our value, our significance, uh, is not based on performance, no? But it's actually based on who God is for us. That His love is unconditional, total, and everlasting, but you know the story, you know Adam sinned, and all of us have sinned, and then uh, sin entered the world. So what is loss is this original harmony, this original connection we have between ourselves, between God and us, no. And because of sin, no? because of us choosing to to other things or other pursuit rather than God, then sin has affected ourselves, our hearts, our minds. So the way we look at ourselves most of the time, and this is an experience for myself, my value and my dignity, I put it on titles, I put it on performance, I put it on what I can control, I put it on what I can achieve. You know? And I find it difficult to see my value, you know, as me being loved by my parents, or being loved by my brothers and sisters, or being loved for who I am. You now most of the time I say, "Oh, you know, when I introduce myself, you know, I normally use titles or activities or the business that I create to put value on myself.. You know? So, within our hearts, there is a deep longing for significance. You know, within our hearts, there's a deep longing for security. You know, and the opening prayer says this a lot. Amid the uncertainties of this world and you know, 2020 showed us to us that our securities, our significance based on performance and titles can be gone very quickly. So many of us can feel what I feel. Sometimes we experience insecurity. Sometimes we experience this longing to belong and to feel safe and to feel secure and to feel free to become who we are, to be loved for who we are. You see, by Peter proclaiming that Jesus is the Christ, no, he is the one we are waiting for to bring us and to remind us and to restore us and to reconcile us to our original dignity. No? So what Jesus did on the cross and resurrection no, is not just restoring us from our original di- uh, status as God's creation, but we become children of God. You see, St. Paul says in the fullness of time, in Galatians, in the fullness of time, God sent his son born of a woman so that we might receive adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father, So you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, also an heir through God. So what Jesus did on the cross and resurrection, he he restored our dignity. What what was lost at the fall, what was lost at the disobedience of our first parents, Uh, Jesus submitted Himself to the will of the Father out of love for you and for me. He became the Christ that was sent into the world. Uh, But not just another ordinary person. He is the living Son of God sent into the world. He entered our suffering. He embraced all our weakness, our woundedness, and He brought everything into the cross that when he died on the cross, you no, know, he reconciled us to the Father. He died so that you and I can live the life of God again. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it wonderful? You no, know? and I, I couldn't. Um, I, I keep really when I pray and when I reflect on the cross. Um, Sometimes my my tendency is to focus on my problem, but when I look more on what Jesus has done for me on the cross, then I'm so grateful. I'm so glad that He came to save me, that He came to save us. In the Gospel of John, He says, God sent His Son into the world, not to condemn the world, but to save the world. God became one of us by that solidarity, so that he can redeem us, he took upon himself the consequences of our sin so that you and I can be free. Now, what does it mean for us now that we are freed? You know, when we were baptized, Jesus applied to us through the sacrament of baptism and confirmation, Jesus applied to us what he accomplished on the cross and his resurrection. What does it mean for us now? And this uh, amazing identity of Jesus, in the Ephesians it says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. And later on, you will hear it say he destined us to be his sons and daughters in Jesus Christ. So what I'm saying to you, and there might be some reaction in you. you Now, just listen to it. What I'm proposing to you now is to remember that you are a child of God now not when you get to heaven. Because of what Jesus has done and because of who God is, you are a child of God now. When you were baptized, you received the spirit of adoption. When you were baptized, you've been cleansed and given a new creation. That's what St. Paul proclaimed, no? For all who are in Christ, there is a new creation. The old is gone, the new is here. So, what I'm declaring to you is what Jesus applied and accomplished for you. You are a new creation now. You are a child of God now. And what does it mean for us? It means there's a greater power that we can draw from. There's a greater identity that we can live from. So rather than drawing from our old self, where we experience pain and hurt and memories that we have, and it's producing pain and sorrow to the people around us, why not draw from your new identity in Christ now? For example, you know, if you grew up, you know, and your parents, uh, you know, there's so much lacking in your upbringing, and you haven't experienced being fathered well or mothered well, you know, Now, because you are a child of God, whatever is lacking from that, you can draw from the father of fatherhood of God now the love of Jesus for you now. So rather than drawing from the pain and the memory, you're drawing from your identity, that you are a child of God, that you are chosen by Jesus. You see, discipleship is not so much willing it hard to obey the rules and regulations. See, discipleship first and foremost is a cho- that you are chosen by Jesus. It says in John, Chapter 15, verse 16. You did not choose me, but I have chosen you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. So if you're still drawing from your performance or your memories or your wounds, then your discipleship will be lacking in its fruit. But if you're drawing from your new identity in Jesus that you are chosen that you are not abandoned but you're actually chosen, that you belong to Jesus now, then your discipleship, the way you speak, the way you solve problems in your company, the way you bring up your children, the way you love your wife or your husband, you will be drawing from your identity that you are a child of God, that you are a disciple of Jesus and that you have the Holy Spirit in you. You see, many of us are looking for fulfillment, as I've said, for security and for purpose. There's so many uh, services that we can avail. There's so many um, opportunities to help us uh, to go through life. But there's a beautiful gift that the Lord has given you. you Death and resurrection, this for Peter, that was not the end. No, he experienced Pentecost. You see, Peter experienced the personal revelation in the gospel, but he has to go through his own personal death. He denied the Lord. No, but after the resurrection, he was restored. And the key for Peter, no, that's why we really like Peter, the primacy of Peter, we call him our first pope, Now, his primacy is not based on his performance. If you look at his performance, then he will have a failing grade. (laughs) The primacy, the key that is entrusted to Peter is in that that text where it says, do you love me more than this? Lord, you know I love you. And he says that three times. That's the primacy of Peter, his primacy of love. You see, that's the key for us is that we have the love of Jesus, we have the love of God alive in us. You might have heard this before, but my question is, have you really accepted it? Have you really applied it to your life? No. Here in St. Benedict, we really encourage you to be alive in Jesus, to share in the life and love and mission of Jesus. But we can only do that if we are drawing from the Spirit of God, if we're drawing from our identity as children of God. That's what St. Paul says, no? If you are a child, then you are co-heirs. Everything that is available for Jesus is available for you. Do you know that the Father loves you as much as he loves Jesus? No, he declared that. Jesus declared that, that the love which I have from the beginning you love them, Father. Jesus prayed for you. He said that the love he experienced, you know, himself as Son of God, that we can also experience that. You know, the Father loves you as much as he loves Jesus. And this may be very hard to receive because as a human person, especially... You know, as an adult, we like to perform. We like to produce. We like to take control of things. We like to design. And they're all the, the gift of the spirit, they creativity. You know? But if we put our value in what we do, in what we have, in what we possess, and if we put our dignity and our value, our belonging in how we perform, then you look at our life now, in 2020, everything can be taken away very suddenly. Our securities, our families, our titles, our businesses. And if those things are your foundations, then you will find what some people are experiencing now. Anxiety, insecurity, loneliness and sadness. I'm not saying that's all the sources of this, but what I'm saying to you is that you can draw from that true gladness, that your heart is being invited to fix, to place in our opening prayer. And like the song at the beginning, i really like to invite you now, no? This message isn't about what will you do, but the message for you is to remember and to see again who you are in Jesus. That there is great power and grace and love available for you to draw from so that you can face the uncertainties that is happening around us. That you are a child of God now, that you are chosen now to become a disciple of Jesus, that you are free now to love and to serve based from who you are in Jesus, and that whatever you do, you are empowered by the Holy Spirit that is given to you in your baptism. In the Psalms, it says, on the day I called you answered, you increase the strength of my soul. It's amazing, the answer to his prayer is to strengthen his soul. So as uh, we continue the Mass now, and we continue our worship, you know, just give yourself to Jesus now, open your heart to Jesus now, and to receive a personal and deep revelation that you are a child of God that you are chosen and not forsaken, that you belong to Jesus now. You are His disciple, and that you are free because of the Spirit. You are free to love and to serve as children of God now. So, we'll sing this song again, just the chorus, and uh, whatever is binding your heart or binding your mind, whatever is blocking you, from receiving this revelation that the Lord will give you now of your true identity, of who you are in Christ. You know, I pray that in the name of Jesus, you will be released as you sing this song.
0: My chains are gone. I've been set free. My God, my Savior, has ransomed me and like a fly his mercy reigns unending love, amazing grace. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.